Now streaming only on Disney+. Plus. My name is Taylor. Welcome to the Eras Tour. Experience Taylor Swift's record-breaking Eras Tour. Swift, the Eras Tour, Taylor's version, with four additional acoustic songs. Now streaming only on Disney Plus. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Making Moves. I am here with one of my favorite creators and filmmakers ever. Miss L Mills. Hello. Hi. How are you? <laughs> I'm doing great. I'm so excited to finally meet you mm-hmm. in real life. Um, this is like a dream come true for me, seriously. No, no. So thank you for being here. <laughs> anyway, um, tell me a little bit about yourself or someone that doesn't know you for some reason. Okay. Like give us the 411 on the L Mills you um, know, journey. Okay. Hi, I'm L Mills. Um, <laughs> I'm I'm Canadian. So, originally from Canada. My um, mom's Canadian. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. No way. Whereabouts? She's from Ontario, okay, but same. like a really small area called Windsor. Okay. Cool. Oh, really? Do yeah. you know where that is? Well, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Uh, yeah, but she grew up in a really small town called Leamington. Okay. Yeah. That's even smaller. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. Love that. So, love Canadians. Yes. <laughs> so, I grew up there, but then moved out to LA in um, 2019. Um, but yeah, I've always loved making YouTube videos growing up. Uh, I grew up with YouTubers. So, um, yeah, like as soon as I graduated high school, I decided I wanted to do that as a living. Um, I'm really condensing the story down, mm-hmm. but like, um, yeah, like, I worked hard to like, I kept post- posting, posting and like kind of navigated like different styles of videos and stuff and ended up, um, with this one style, um, I usually say, imagine if Ferris Bueller had a YouTube channel. That's so, so true. Yeah, like little teen movie styles about like my family and my friends and my life. Um, and yeah, I think that's pretty much it. But now I've um, decided to take a step back from YouTube and I'm going into writing and directing. And I just released my directorial debut, my first short film. Um, that's so cool. Yeah. And so basically that's it condensed. But yeah. Fabulous. Well, congrats on the short film. Thank you. When is the actual, like, it's released, right? It's released, yes. Okay. What's yes. the 411 on that? Where can people watch? Um, people can watch it at creatorplus.com slash reply. Um, okay. So, yeah, or the Creator Plus app. It's this, uh, yeah, it's a it's a new platform um, that's helping digital creators um, kind of transition into the traditional space. Amazing. And- How did you find that? Um, I don't know. I feel like my team somehow I, it, we got connected, and yeah. they because I made the short film without um, prior to meeting them. I kind of just did it out of pocket and like fundraised, um, and they really loved it and they wanted to release it on their platform. Wow! So yeah, I have so many questions. First off, in regards to the Ferris Bueller reference, uh-huh. great movie, love it. Is that your favorite movie? Um, it's like up there. It's like on my wall. What are like, your favorite movies? Oh gosh, that's such a tough question because it's like a wide range. I feel like because I have my guilty pleasure films, yeah. and then I have like I don't know the films that inspire me, like Little Miss Sunshine, Jojo Rabbit, La La Land. Um, um, I love like my guilty pleasure films like John Tucker Must Die. Have you ever seen? <gasps> oh, it's so, such a good so one. good, so yeah. good. So like I don't know. I like films that like I don't know that, that you're nostalgic. Um, Perks of Being a Wallflower. Oh, so good. Yeah. So I don't know. I I'm, I feel like I can never pick one. 
Yeah. That's my favorite. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. I feel like your style in my eyes is that edgy, artsy, like, just a little bit different and original, but at the end of the day, it's about something that everyone loves or like can resonate Thank with. Thank you. Do you know what I yeah, mean? No, that's very sweet. Oh no, I, I think it's true. <laughs> I think it's just a fact. <laughs> but anyway, regarding the Ferris Bueller reference, mm-hmm. did someone tell you that and that's something you just were like, oh, you're right? Or was that an intentional no, thing? It was intentional. I remember eighth grade, I watched um, Ferris Bueller for the first time. And I think... Because then I, like, I was making videos throughout high school, but I wasn't watching. Um, so, but once I, like, was, like, I had, like, 100K, like, and this is, like, kind of in the groove of it. I was, like, I was making, like, little comedy videos. Um, and before that, I made, like, genre swap trailer videos. Um, and I felt creatively fulfilled the, with the genre swap trailers because it, it felt like it showed my editing. And then I liked the comedy videos because it was, like, showing my family, myself, and, like, my personality. But then I started to feel not creatively fulfilled. So like I had a very intentional moment where I was like, okay, like what can I like do to like feel creatively fulfilled but still show people who I am? And um, I love films, I've always loved films. And so I thought of Ferris Bueller and like that opening monologue I felt like was very, it was, he was basically doing YouTube. He's basically yeah. vlogging in a weird exactly. way with a filmer. Yes, exactly. And I thought that was so so interesting because I don't and didn't think anyone had done it before. And I it felt very me too. Um, that fourth wall break because YouTube is a fourth wall break. Mm-hmm. So that's where that's kind of, it was intentional. Um, and then people started to pick up on it and notice it. That that's when I was like, okay, so uh-huh. yeah. Well, I think what made you stand out as a YouTuber because the normal thing to do is hold the camera is like all the time as hold the camera or be talking to the camera is you did both. Like you weren't, you were breaking the fourth wall and you also weren't. Yeah. Which made it stand out and feel like an actual film. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't know. It was very, you definitely made a huge splash in the YouTube world. Thank you. So before that, who were you watching? Like who are your favorite YouTubers? I mean, I loved, I, I like, was obsessed with O2O. Okay. <laughs> I had, like, my, like, my guilty pleasures YouTubers, and then I, um like, Casey Neistat. But, like, before he did the daily vlogs, it was, like, he made, like, f- his films. films. Yeah. Yes. I, I I really liked that and took that. Um, and with his brother, right? Yes. He yeah. Did, with HBO, he did something yes, yes. with them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I would say, in terms of, like, ins- inspiration for my my videos Casey Neistat um but I I loved I just like watched everyone honestly Uh I feel like uh yeah I grew like I'm I'm friends with some of the people that I grew up with which is crazy like I don't know if you know Dodie uh loved her yeah I Um, know from your videos yes (laughs) so I love Dodie um I loved like Grace Helbig um uh gosh me blanking. Um, it's okay. I feel like it's a whole Jen new... McAllister. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah I yes. love Jen, yeah. too. Yeah. Um, so when you were like, I want to be a YouTuber, mm-hmm. did you think at all, like, oh, I eventually want to be a filmmaker? Or was it just like YouTuber, YouTuber, YouTuber? It was a, it was YouTuber. I'm, I feel like um, why I'm grateful for YouTube, because I feel like it opened doors for me and opportunities for me that I didn't dare to dream you yeah. know what I mean like it felt it does. yeah so from like my hometown I felt like making a film felt so out of reach that I didn't even think about it um and that's why I love YouTube because it's like 
sh- like anyone can start uh-huh. a YouTube channel. Um, so I think it became, I mean, it was always something I hoped for. I think it became like a, a very serious stream um, while um, uh, doing YouTube. Okay. And then did you, when did you realize like, holy shit, I can make money from this and make it, did you always kind of know and want that? Or were you like pleasantly surprised because you were more into the With creative? YouTube? Yeah. I'd say money was never, it was more, I will be honest, um, I think YouTube success, like the the fame yeah. was something I, I really, I think as a teenager really craved, which was interesting because I don't think. Because for a long time I did make money off YouTube because I use a lot of copyrighted yeah. music. Because uh, it was never my goal. My goal was um, to be a famous YouTuber. Yes, exactly. Wow. Okay. So when did you did you ever stop using copyrighted music? No, I didn't. I just made so you've a, never made money from monetizing. No. Um. I think when I once it was um the comedy videos like uh so early on in my YouTube career I was making AdSense money, but then. Once I like kind of went to like the more like Ferris Bueller style, um, I stopped making AdSense money, but then eventually made brand deals. Okay, I was about to be like, how the hell did you? No, make yeah, money? <laughs> no, I made all my money through sponsorships and brands. Okay, and then were you just like fronting the cost for? Because you had like big productions for YouTube videos. How much? What, what's like the most amount of money you spent on oh, a video? Boy. Have you ever um, said that? Are you allowed? No, to? I don't think. <laughs> uh, I feel like I've probably spent. Well. Does my like newest one? Oh, I guess my new like around twenty to twenty five thousand. Okay, yeah, that's so, a lot of money. Yeah, um, I I have a I like I think halfway through like I don't know a couple years in um, uh, my manager got me a business manager. To, yeah, I, I was a uh, I'm very um, I feel like Mr. Beast does this from what I know. Like it's I very I really reinvest the money. Yeah, um and maybe more like more than I should um <laughs> so I yeah for a while like I was not good with my money um and I was I just really wanted it to be the best product so I would take a lot of I would spend a lot of the brand money um to just make uh like the best video but but do you think you were not good with your money like do you look back and actually think that or do you look back and you're like you know what actually that was a smart decision because look at my success um, now i would never i wouldn't change it i definitely think i need to be i, I there's a balance i think uh-huh. um but i yeah no regrets i i feel like i i agree like it's like it's like my youtube channel is my portfolio like you know it's um 100%. it's an investment yeah yeah i guess personally i i feel like i struggle with I, I don't have a problem reinvesting with my business until it's who had a certain p- amount of money where I'm like, eh, I don't know if I'm ready yet. I don't know if I should take that risk. Mm-hmm. And it's like a little scary. And it seems like you don't give a shit. And you're just like, I got to take the risk. Yeah. So like, what advice would you give to someone that's in my position where you're like, oh, I'm like, that's nerve wracking. Like if I spent that much and it didn't like perform well, that would really hurt me. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, yeah, I, I guess it's it's tough. I mean, I feel like I shouldn't be the person to give <laughs> advice. I really, and I think my business manager would agree. This is not financial uh, advice. No, it isn't. But I think if it's something that you're proud of and really believe in, like my my last um, video I just did, um, like I had a conversation with my business manager and he's like, you know, he's telling me like a per- certain percentage of I should be, He's doing the math for me, yeah. and I was like, I was like, 
you know I wouldn't be pushing this if I didn't believe in it. Yeah. You know, so I feel like it's like it's a gut feeling. So I don't know, it's tough. You just have to listen to your intuition and like if you really strongly believe in it and um want it and are is something you're gonna be proud of, then I think you should. I don't know. But that's also really I I do not, <laughs> not recommend no advice. please. Please I'm like the worst. So I feel like I admire you so much though for trusting your gut. That's mm-hmm. a hard thing to teach yourself to do. Uh-huh. No, yeah, it's scary, I feel like, because, I don't know. I feel like I'm taking a lot of risks recently, and I don't know, but, like, I strongly feel, believe in it, but it's, like, scary to have, like, I don't know, because I believe in it, but it's also scary to, like, fail, so. Absolutely. Yeah. But it's also, at the end of the day, a win, regardless, because you do learn from your failures. Oh, absolutely. And, I mean, we all have fucked up plenty of times thank you so much to apartments.com for sponsoring this episode of making moves apartments.com has helped millions of renters find their perfect places and the beauty is they're all different none of us are the same so why should our homes be someone may want hardwood floors someone else may say carpet all the way questionable call but hey to each their own Some may want a doorman. Others may say, I can open the door myself. But Apartments.com has all the right tools to help you find the place that's uniquely perfect for you. Sort through the filter listings by amenities and make sure you never miss out with their instant alert option. With more than 1 million available units for rent, you're sure to find a place that's right for you. So whether you're looking for a place with a basement, a yard, a pool, or everything in between, Apartments.com has got you covered. Visit Apartments.com the place to find a place. I personally love apartments.com because it is so convenient. I get on it all the time when I'm bored or when I'm actually on the hunt for an apartment. I'm thinking about moving this year, so I've been using it like crazy just to start browsing and get ahead of the game. And the website is so user-friendly. I'm a huge fan. Tell me about the inspiration behind your new short film, Reply. Um, yeah, so I mean, I grew up loving 2000s teen movies, um, and so it was really, I think, important for me to have a queer one, um, and I love romance films. So that was kind of the heart of it, um, and it was, yeah, like, I feel like I just wanted to jump in and try to write a short film, because I, I think for a long time I was scared to, um, just like try screenwriting um because I just didn't I I had never went to film school you know I I didn't know like the little technicals and stuff about um when the pandemic hit like we had so much free time so I just started I started off on a google doc and then I transferred it over um to final draft yes yes (laughs) I love final draft yeah it's so I love final draft a lot um so I feel like I'm like been like I also like through YouTube been able to meet a lot of like um cool people who have like I don't know helped me but um I think um, with the first short film, I really wanted it to feel like a good transition because I feel so basically the short film is all found footage kind of style, um, which I felt like because I love home videos and that's how I started YouTube because um, I like I, I have so many home videos from growing up. Um, and so that was kind of like a little nod to my my YouTube career. Um, and so. I feel like the inspiration came from like figuring out what's a cool structure because um, there's two storylines. Um, there's this boy who finds um, these home videos from in his attic um, and he like makes this film. So um, it, 
I, I, I'm, I'm having a hard time explaining it without giving it away too much. You have much. to watch it. Yeah. It's really fabulous. Oh, thank you. I, it's so good. Oh, thank I can, you. I'm going to have my Sunday flicks like group chat watch uh-huh. it and love, i'm so oh excited gosh. for them to watch it oh, because i we're like all film buffs <laughs> oh my gosh love wait what's your favorite film i i'm like you i have some like silly nilly ones yeah <laughs> and then some inspiring <laughs> yeah, ones yeah. so some of my favorite movies well one of my favorites of all time is remember the titans okay have you ever no. seen that oh my oh, god yeah, yes i have yes, have, yes okay love, it's love. the sports yes. movie and it's it's really inspirational it's in a time uh-huh. A certain time period. Anyway, I love that. I also grew up in a sports family, so it just okay. like I don't know, it love. hit home for me. I also love the proposal. Love, so funny. So good. Um, I I remember in the theater that was like one of the first movies that and the Pursuit of Happiness. Have uh-huh. you ever seen yes. that? Love that movie. That made me feel so much just from watching something. Mm-hmm. Like I went from laughing my ass off to crying to being mad and like that's I, I I'm not trying to like gas you up the whole time but like you really do that in your films like I was just watching your YouTube videos and the film again last night and the amount that I felt just watching it, and I was totally zoned out and nothing else I couldn't even think of anything else which I feel like I'm so distracted I'm always mm-hmm. like watching my phone while watching a movie mm-hmm. nowadays and your phones compl- or your films and videos completely remove me from that. And I feel so much. Like, I love a movie where I'm just like, I can't even, I don't have any uh-huh. brain space to think about anything else because I'm so locked in and I'm feeling so much uh-huh. from just watching something. Like, I think that's pretty crazy. It's like Thank only you. one real sense I'm using. It's my eyes, like my sight. And it's making me feel all these mm. things. I totally get what you're saying, and it means a lot to me that yeah. you felt that for my film. Oh, it's so crazy. thank you. So and much. I'm not a crier. I'm like the fact that your some of your YouTube videos made me cry. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm not a crier. So anyway, I love yeah, I love the proposal. I love how to lose a guy in ten days. Okay, cute. So yes. cute. Yes. I love. Hmm, let me think of what else. I feel like we have similar movie. Types. Yeah, inspire. I love Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Yes, such a good movie. Um, Pretty Woman is a really good one. It's my mom's favorite film. Oh, so good. Um, how do you make someone feel? Like, is it, are you trying to portray the feeling you're feeling in your, mm-hmm. okay. No, yeah. Is that why it's so, I guess, feels so personal? Because it is? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like that's what, like, because I, I watched, like, a lot of, like, directors round tables and, like, writer round tables and, like, just, like, to get inspiration, I feel like, um, and most, it's just, like, I think what excites me because I feel like screenwriting is hard, but I feel like once it becomes personal and it's like finding a way to use characters um, in a storyline to um, show your perspective and show how you feel about life is like it's like a fun puzzle, and I I got, I got a lot of fun with it. Um, but yeah, no, I it is I I feel like um, <clears throat> when we were making it, um, talking to the producers, I was very. Um, like the first thing I said is like I want everyone on set to be good vibes like I want it to be really good vibes on set because with my YouTube videos what I led with was like I feel like people can really feel when something's made with love even if subconsciously yeah so I felt like if everyone yes that's so so true mm -hmm. so I really wanted to make the set feel like warm and like a family like yes in the summer camp kind of vibe and because I felt like even if not consciously subconsciously people would be able to feel that this was made with lots of love and I think I think it was received that way. So. It's kind of like in a video, like you can tell when someone's 
like those channels that you're like, okay, you guys are collabing versus like you guys are actually friends. Yes. And I'm like uh-huh. a fly on the wall right now. Yes. And that to me is like such a huge yet subtle difference mm-hmm. that is so true. Mm-hmm. I love that like advice of mm-hmm. like making the actual set. No, for sure. Good vibes. And then like honestly with like, like with the YouTube is it, and just like, I don't know when it comes to like whenever I try to give advice to people, it's like, I feel like it's so important for, first of all, you to be, your biggest fan of your own work, um, but also to enjoy what you're doing because people can really subconsciously feel that. I, I can watch something and tell can tell if someone... It's forced. Yes, exactly. If they really, like, hated making it or filming it uh, versus someone who's, like, you can feel passion um, yes. through work. So, I don't know. Just, like, lead with passion is, like, what I always say. Even in um, voiceovers, I can tell someone's, like, genuine excitement mm-hmm. versus, like, their telephone voice. Yes. Or like their YouTuber voice, uh-huh. um, which just says a lot too. But I think that you pick up on that after you've been like watching a shit yes, ton of YouTube videos yes. like I have. But anyway, in regards to Final Draft, mm-hmm. which by the way, for those of you that don't know, Final Draft is like a platform for screenwriting. Yes. And it's very, very helpful because it helps with like the layout. Yes. And whatnot. Um, but with screenwriting, because you didn't go to film school. Uh-huh. What does your process look like? Like, I want to know, is it like, oh, I had this thing happen to me. Let me write it down in my notes and then let me perfect it in Final Draft. Like, give us okay, the details. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, I mean, this is, I've been writing, past year I've been writing a feature script. So oh. this is my second script. So I'm like, been like, because with the short film it was a little easier because it's it was shorter. But with the feature there's so many, like, just so, there's just a lot. So I start off with writing it all on a Google Doc. And in, in, in my office, I have, like, post-it notes everywhere so I can visually see it. And I write, have, um, um, like, a whiteboard. And also on my mirrors, I write on everything. So it's, like, oh a God, very I would visual... love to see a photo of that one day. No, yeah. I, I'm, like, proud of it. I sometimes give, like, I look, I love organizing. So it's just, like, what seeing it's so, so satisfying. Um, so I start off with that and just, like, figuring out the beats. And so... Um, once I feel like the beats are like good and strong, then I start like with little scenes, like like kind of like oh I, I see the scene and it, it then becomes connecting. I'm on the third draft of this feature right now. Oh wow! Um, yeah, That's great. so like the second draft, I sent it to my my agent and my manager for notes, and so they gave me one note, and now it's like I have to. It was a very good note because I'm rewriting like a lot of it. Like, wow! So this this I feel like now it's been like because. It have it written on final draft, but like, I don't know. It's just it's so messy. So it's just like trying to organize. I feel like, um, so right now I'm I've uh, there's this there's this site called um, ideaflip.com because I was like, I can't be, keep rewriting like these post-it notes on like physically because it's just like there's so much and like I want to be able to easily like switch out stuff and like f- like yes. test out. I'm like, oh, would this work? And like, you know what I mean? Because it's like. Like on the computer, yes, you're exactly. Because it. it'd be easier to like, oh, write notes and like, I don't know. So this this idea flip dot com, which I just found last week, <laughs> not <laughs> sponsored, not at all. But like, because they gave me those notes a few months ago, but I feel like I've been like kind of blocked of like, how do I like navigate this? Because it seems so daunting. So I've like put it all out on this like fi- like it's like basically a post it note board online, um, and I've been like. Like trying to figure out like okay this scene needs to be changed this scene needs to be changed this scene can stay the same so it's like it's like I do 
so it's just a lot of back and forth, basically. Long <laughs> to condense it. The okay. What do you mean, like turning beats into scenes for someone that doesn't understand, like film yeah. Lingo. So like with like with like a storyline, there's like like different like like I feel like a film is like a rhythm, and that's how I see it. Like there's like a rhythm to it, and so that's what I'm trying to perfect. Is like. Because I feel like my favorite kinds of films are the ones where I feel like they're like taking me on this like emotional roller coaster, yes. and so it's like it's the perfect amount of like it's like the perfect rhythm, I guess. And so that's what I'm trying to figure out. And I feel like I've got the structure of it down. Um, so that when I say beats to scenes, um, it's like okay, so this is when they meet. So now let's write out how they meet. So oh, be okay. So like a, yeah, exactly. So you're writing out like the generic idea of what's going to happen yes. and then you actually write the dialogue. Yes, okay. exactly. And when you're writing dialogue, uh-huh. are you do you have a character's name and face in mind? I so I feel like I do this differently and I don't know if this is good or bad, but I have to cast everyone in my head i know that's that's normal i know yeah because i feel like um because i kind of have the structure and then i feel like the characters develop once i have it casted in my head and Mm -hmm. see like how would this actor like take this character and like um and i feel like it just develops who this character is um so yeah and i like write it with like their voice in mind which is like easier because then dialogue feels and delivery almost. yes exactly do you um cast are you casting like crazy people like blake lively ryan reynolds and like margot robbie like are you thinking like that or are you trying to be not more realistic but in a way like yeah people you know or like someone you could maybe get or uh-huh. you have access to or i feel like with the feature i've been like i'm, I'm not necessarily people i know so because i feel do feel like with the feature it would like obviously like I would have access mm-hmm. to a wider range, but um, I, I, do, I think for some of it, it's like casting people that I'm f- fans of, but aren't necessarily huge because I do I've I've gone that route of like oh like someone let's cast someone who's like gonna bring people to watch like bring eyes to mm-hmm. this, but then I feel like some I feel like sometimes some people some people who are really famous like almost like take away from it because it's like yeah. you can't see them as anyone. For example, oh I know what you're gonna say Harry Styles. Yeah. don't worry, darling. Yes, yes, yes. I just feel like it's like it's like I'm watching Harry Styles. You know what I mean? And so he would people would laugh when he came on the screen. Yeah. I watched it in theaters. Oh, really? Yeah, I watched no it in theaters, way. and he would come on screen and like deliver this like important, you know, yeah. word of or line of words, and like no one was paying attention because we were just like. That's Harry Styles. No, like, yeah, it was it was almost hard to pay attention to like what he was saying uh-huh. because we were like, why does he look like that? Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Exactly. That's such an interesting thought. Uh huh. So that's why I've like I've kind of like I've I've thought about it, but I think I'm like the people I'm also fans of aren't like aren't like yeah they aren't like Harry Styles level. Uh-huh. So it's like I'm still excited by it, and I don't feel like it takes away because I do think I don't know. Yeah. So. I forgot what the question was. I don't know how we got here. But I was, what, what's your process with writing? I feel like I'm just kind of going with it, figuring it out because I've I've been in like kind of blocked the past few like past two months or so. Um, Why? So I think it's because um, the one note I got is like it's about basically about character development, and I I now like so I've fully developed each of the characters. So what I've done is like 
uh, made like a playlist for each character, made like a Pinterest board for each character. <gasps> wow, you know what so I mean? smart. So like it's to so really develop who they are, because I have the structure down pat. Like it's like the the rhythm of it, like the math of it is mm-hmm. I like. Um, so now I'm have to go. I have to go back and like really like start from from the start to the end. Now with that structure in the beats, basically. Now really ask myself, what would this character actually do as if they were a real person? Mm. And so it's just a little daunting. That's just why I needed to like organize the beats uh, on like to s- physically see it because they're like, I don't know. It's just like it's just a lot. It basically feels like a lot of math, but also like a lot of like trying to like like I want it to be therapeutic. I feel like I've been like finding ways to like um, like bring my personal life into it. Um, so that it feels more real and that I, f- it feels, I don't know, like, you know what they would choose. Almost. Yes, exactly. Uh-huh. Um, that is so interesting because anytime I've been working with Alicia for years now and anytime we're like rebranding something or she's coming out with a new company or I'm coming out with like a, or I'm rebranding something or, you know, coming out with a podcast or whatever it is, we always sit down and I make her write out a list similar to the Pinterest board and playlist but Uh I'll be like what does this brand order at Starbucks Mm. and we're kind of thinking like in the customer's Uh eyes or like the making moves demographic so I'm like what does let's say her name's making moves I'm like what is making moves like where does she go to shop like what are her number one stores and um like what is she like where does she get her groceries? Uh-huh. What's her favorite drink when she's like out on the town? Like, what's her type? Uh-huh. What and like, it's funny because I'm sure you could do it for yourself. Like, the L Mills demo. Like, what does that person order when they go out for dinner? Mm-hmm. Or where, where's their suggestion? And like, mine for instance is like, she probably orders a dirty martini or like uh-huh. an espresso martini because she's fucking crazy <laughs> she probably wears a red lip she probably mm-hmm. is like uh, fun or I don't know I'm like who I want to be watching me is like how I'm trying to write it down yes. but it really does help with branding mm-hmm. the character I don't know if that's type it sounds like that no, is yes, like what you guys sure. try and do with your stuff but um, it is a weird process because you're like okay this is what I would do but what would this person do and you really have to get into their (laughs) Uh mindset and whatnot Mm -hmm. anyway very fascinating i think that's really cool that you do that really no yeah that's really cool (laughs) i love that uh i don't know my my mom actually taught me it because she's in advertising and marketing and all that and so i remember she would she was saying like okay what kind of pants does she wear what kind of shoes does she wear what like the most random weird questions and it's weird when you think about like what's their favorite color like what's your character's favorite color to think of like you know what I mean like it makes sense because that things about ourselves like that define us Uh and they it makes sense it's like when someone's like oh that would be your favorite movie Mm -hmm. it like helps explain people no yes absolutely so um yeah that's really interesting when coming up with characters i'm sure that's a challenging experience yeah (laughs) um how do you name them oh um i've 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 been I use people in my life. Okay. Yeah, I use a lot of my friends' last names because I I've I think it makes gives makes them feel real and makes them like I how I feel about a character I, like how I feel about a friend is usually I'm like oh that's how I want to feel about this character so I use like little bits like for example there's like um, 
there's a character, one of my best friends is named Luke, so I named the character Luke, but then changed the last name. So just like putting, like taking little bits and pieces from my life mm-hmm. um, to make it feel as personal, even like the little details I think really help. Totally. I will say one thing that really impressed me, I like wrote it down because it it stood out to me so much about your film is that you know how you're like portraying a YouTuber kind of like with your like, oh, let me watch these old videos uh-huh. or you were like giving an ode to yourself. Yeah. I feel like nowadays every Netflix film that I watch is trying to have some character that's a influencer. I'm yeah. using air quotes. That's an influencer. And I'm like, this is so cringe. That is not it. Right. Uh-huh. But what hits so home about you portraying this character is like you fucking know what it, uh, an influencer or a YouTuber mm-hmm. is. And it wasn't corny. And like it felt like. It's some old white man writing, like on Netflix, it feels yes. like some old white man writing this like fake influencer character. And I'm like, you don't get it. Uh-huh. Like, I don't know. The way that you portrayed the character in your short film, I was like, whoa, this is crazy. I've never seen this so well done. Well, thank you. Uh, really? Oh, thank you. No, I, I appreciate like, that. Thank God. Because I hope that moving forward, like other YouTubers and whatnot can get opportunities like you have to create characters that portray YouTubers in a better light almost yeah. or like or just the actual behind the scenes mm-hmm. um, or feeling behind it because I feel like whoever's writing it obviously isn't it isn't no one. absolutely yeah <laughs> no I, I mean like for me I guess like I um, that character's name is Sam Sam like he very much was like me as a kid like me as a te- teenager and uh-huh. so I appreciate that yeah no I because I, I, I think like it's it was very much about like passion and like he just like wants to like i don't know hopeless romantic vibes and yes so, yeah. it was great how long was your short film was it like 14 yeah 14 15 minutes? minutes how the heck do you concise such a i mean it literally seemed like there was months and months and months of time that had gone by i'm like how the heck do you make that into 14 minutes? I feel like I really used montages. Oh, okay. I really used, that's how, because I feel like what I did was like a, a lot of stuff I used in my videos. Because my, my my YouTube videos are, now I can see them as like short films. They no, are they like, absolutely are. Yeah, so like I kind of used that, like what I used in how I condensed my YouTube videos to um, help with the short film. Um because I, I felt like with the montages, and I found that's why I, like I tried to use the found footage in like the two storylines. So basically, the I, I don't think I've ever explained what reply is. So there's this boy named Sam. He finds these home um, videos of his mom, um, and um, and he's like he's he he starts off to, he's talking to someone. He's like he's he's made this film basically. He's like, can you please watch till the end? Um, and so that's I use that. Um, it was a way to condense it because it's like it's this it's this fourteen year old boy's like um, short film in a way. Yeah, I feel like the biggest thing was the montages um, <clears throat> and also the fact that it was like a, it was like over the summer, so it was it's still condensed in a way. Um, but no, yeah, I guess I didn't really. Th- I don't know. I I, haven't, I don't really have a good answer to it because I think it just kind of came naturally because I felt like that was from my YouTube videos. It was the easier. I, I've, I've 
I was used to having it be short. Mm -hmm. I feel like this feature is a little harder for me. I almost felt like the short film was easier to condense, like have it I be guess short. A better question is like, how did you decide what moments were so important that they should have dialogue in them versus like what should not just be in a montage, but essentially okay, yeah, just yeah, yeah, be yeah. in a montage? I feel like it's like the, the, um, the, the meeting, like, you know, it's like the, the, key moments and there aren't that many so it's them meeting and then it's them getting to know each other um like and then um them like you know they're just like having like at least three moments of them their relationship developing um with dialogue um and then you know them the i guess the part where they whatever yeah <laughs> oh, we god. don't want to give it away <laughs> god but it's like, hard to explain no but like yeah those are like i guess like the the main like the, i i'm i feel like I, I think something that i i'm i i think i'm good at is um cutting the um cutting excess. the shit yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> like i'm really to the point where to the where i almost feel like i my problem is i always have to add more so I'm. I feel like I'm very like even with like writing and stuff. Like even my schoolwork. Like I like I've always just been very like to the point. Yeah, short and sweet. Got it. Yeah. Okay. See, I feel like that's something a lot of people struggle with, including myself. Is I'm like, just get to the fucking point. Mm -hmm. Like, cut, cut, cut. If it doesn't add to the story to progress it, it doesn't need to be in the film mm -hmm. or in the video. Yeah. Um. Anyway, I was thinking. I'm just. This is more of like a personal question like that I want to know with YouTube there's definitely like a formula in my head when I'm filming I'm like okay intro outro middle and then like thumbnail like that's in my head yes. I'm like what do I need to get right yeah. with I'm curious with making films now like being a director being a writer like what is the lens you're looking through like what are those things that you need to hit with making a film like what in your head is your intro your outro like your must you have to get your yeah. thumbnail like what are those first things that are in your head you're like oh i won't miss getting this yeah um it's i mean i've only like this is like i'm like i haven't done much writing directing so i think so far it's um i honestly it's the same kind of beats as like um with what how i approached my youtube videos um i think there's always like um I, I always have the ending first because I always know I'm trying to build my way up to like how I want someone to feel right when like like the credits hit. Like I'm like, what do I want that moment? Because those are my favorite moments when I watch movies. Wow. Okay. Even with YouTube videos? Did yes. you think like that? Um, I think with YouTube videos, it was it, the, that was that would differ. It would be um, it would be the title in the thumbnail. Um, so you would think in a YouTube video, you'd be like. You think of the title and thumbnail kind of first, because that's kind of how I think. Yes, because it it's it structured like the my titles were, um, what the video was like, but like it would have to be like something like kind of crazy. So like it would like it would that would be the most important thing was like is this like an interesting enough film or video or story? Um, so yeah, I think it, that's how it was. I mean, it's been a minute, but I and I did have like I I think with YouTube videos there was always like like a song or like a piece where I'm like, oh, I, and then it would revolve around like that one thing that, you know what I mean? And yeah. that's how I do with films too, where like there are like moments of like, oh, like the kiss or the, um, their first meet, like them first meeting, like, like, or, or like this, 
song. I don't know. Like it would then it would it's then connecting it, and that's mm. how I did it with um YouTube videos too. Like if you saw my timeline, it would be like different parts, and then it would like the ending would be connecting it all. I guess. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, that makes sense to me. Yeah, I mean, you have had such an awesome like road or path um, and unique path as a filmmaker because of the YouTube stuff. And you've like had a lot of eyes on you. You've had a lot, a lot of opportunities come, I'm sure from YouTube and resources and whatnot. What advice would you give an aspiring filmmaker person that doesn't have the resources that you've had just from being a massive YouTuber? I mean, I do think, I mean, this is, I mean, just from my personal experience, I do think YouTube is a great tool, honestly, for Agreed. getting eyes. Um, I, I, this is how I mean. There is the traditional way of going about it. There's film school. Um, I do think it. I but I do think it's more about just getting experience in like starting from the ground up and like just making it because I think that's the biggest my biggest thing is I feel like a lot of people talk about things but they don't do them like I feel like you just need to make yeah you're so good at executing yeah I'm like how the amount Uh, of ideas I'm like (laughs) oh my god that's such a good idea and I know it's a good idea and it's like ah and then I have to get the and it's like I stop Uh how do you like push through I don't know I feel like I'm I mean I I only do ever have like one thing like I don't have like I feel like I envy people who are able to like have like multiple project ideas in mind so like for me it's like very like i'm all or nothing kind so of you're person. like i'm working on this i'm not going to this party i'm not going to whatever yeah. like social life is like it's mm. just like full-blown yeah tunnel vision yes tunnel vision i i need to have tunnel vision <laughs> i'm like oh yeah i'll go to your party yeah i'll do this oh my god i'll also help you that see you at that charity like i'm like focus uh-huh on getting what you want done no yeah it's hard i mean i go through my phases but i think like sometimes when it feels very i don't know it's like this click i can't it's, it's like how i that's how youtube happened for me too it's where it was just like this click where i was like i'm gonna make this You're in the zone. yeah i'm in the zone um so yeah with um oh yeah with filmmakers and i i do i mean i do believe that i i have there's a lot of um I've met a lot of people in the past year who are, I think they they call them the YouTube new wave and they're doing this, like, they're like changing the game on YouTube in a way that I, I think is really, I, I really admire and they're really taking their time with projects and they're doing, they're making films on YouTube and I think that is a good way of um, getting your foot in the door. I, I, I think, I hope that, what I hope, what I'm doing with my, my career um, is maybe like opening doors for people and like showing people like a new way of getting into filmmaking. Mm-hmm. You can, I feel like you can do it on YouTube. I agree. I kind of look at it like I grew up in a very traditional household. So it was like, oh, you're absolutely going to college. You're absolutely mm-hmm. going to be like in healthcare or something. Like, mm-hmm. do you know what I mean? I, yeah. That's what I, I thought my parents wanted for me, but they're very supportive, whatever. I feel like, now I see almost the root of filmmaking kind of similar to like a professional athlete in the sense that, you know, when like a really good football player, a really good basketball player like goes to college. But like at the end of the day, we all know it's just like for the basketball, for the football. Yeah, like yeah. He's, he's like he's going to class. Yes. Right? But with like filmmaking, it's kind of similar. Like you, you get recruited basically when you're in college being like this really good athlete to play in the big leagues and that becomes your career. Like I like to think of YouTube as your opportunity to get recruited. Yes. No, no, absolutely. Like, That's a good way to put it. Yeah, yeah. It's like you literally have, you even, you actually have more of an opportunity to get recruited than an athlete because 
athletes have to first of all get recruited to be in college and yeah. get the scholarship and like do the class thing go to the school like you have so much creative freedom mm -hmm. to like really get eyes on you and recruited that youtube is such a fabulous platform i still think it's the best one i know no. people are like gung-ho about tiktok but i do think youtube yeah there's something special about youtube it but is i do like i think it's like even like with like like Shawn Mendes, and yes. there's like Justin Bieber, and then even Bo Burnham. Like you know, there have it is a they all got recruited. Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. Which is That's crazy. So true. Uh -huh. Oh, interesting. Have you had any um, run-ins with like being a female in like a, such a male-dominated industry? Like, do you do you feel any different because you're a female, or like? I mean, I feel like sometimes I'm like feel like the way that men talked like I feel like I'm like I don't enjoy some I don't know it's been I feel like I've been kind of like all in focusing on like what it is my passions and stuff but I, de I definitely like feel it you know and um I I do love I mean I'm so for like trying to get as many females just girls just like everyone to work on like be part of the crew yeah, and you know what I mean absolutely um but no, yeah, I mean, I think it's something that's always in the back of my mind, I guess. But yeah, um, I, I, I think I'm still like kind of getting into it. Um, but I'm sure it's something I'm gonna experience more of as I get more and more into it. I need you to direct something that Reese Witherspoon produces. Ooh, that would I'd be down. I would be down. She, her, I'm pretty sure she just sold Hello Sunshine. I don't want to like say a false fact uh -huh. but her production company hello sunshine i think sold for almost a billion dollars oh my god no way <laughs> yeah. oh my god but i don't know if she fully gave it away but i saw some article regarding that i'm gonna have to fact check that but i was like damn this bitch is out here doing it for the females no, yeah. in the film industry uh -huh. the stuff that she's made is incredible mm -hmm. Do you have any favorite female like directors or producers? Greta or anything Gerwig. Like that? Okay, I I love Greta Gerwig. I literally have a shirt that says Greta Gerwig. Um, <laughs> have you ever met her? No. Oh, oh my, my gosh, God. I would be crazy. I would fangirl. So I can't wait for that Barbie movie. I'm I so know. excited. I just have no clue what it would be. Like I'm like just so because Noah Baumbach is a co-writer on it and he did Marriage Story. I don't know. If oh, you know. I've saw it. I've yeah. seen that. Yeah. So I'm just like, what would what's Barbie gonna be also, like? I don't Greta know. And Barbie like seems like two yes. different planets uh -huh. which is i love when people do stuff that like isn't like same with actors they're like a rom-com actor but then they go to horror yes. or something i'm like wow that's acting that's kind of what you. i want to do too like i kind of want to oh, really? be like, unpredictable with what i do like i feel like i love that yeah no i'm i do i find i'm like just i feel like greta gerwig like i i could watch her talk about um like she's just like so passionate like and that's what I like want to lead with. And like I watch like her like panels and her like all her interviews and talks and just like just like I can watch her talk for hours. Just like that that passion is like so infectious. It's like mm -hmm. contagious, you know. You're like you're born to do this. Yes, yeah, that's what I, I love that feeling about mm -hmm. someone. Mm -hmm. Is there anyone else? I feel like my brain is always like when someone asks me like what's my favorite this and I'm like oh my god my blank. I know it's it's okay. It's um. Do you have any? I mean, I love Shonda Rhimes. Who's that? She's the girl that does Grey's Anatomy and oh, okay. Scandal okay, gotcha. and like all those. I I feel like she made, what's a good example? Those shows 
like are so good because they're at the end of the day it's like through a female's lens mm-hmm. so it's like I just love what always happens because mm-hmm. it's like that's how I would probably write it or yeah. that's what I wanted to happen versus uh, there's so many movies where we grew up and the girl was like stick thin and had massive tits and was perfect and this long blonde hair or whatever like it's just like you could tell it was written by male and like she didn't have many lines and she was there for the sex mm-hmm. and like I don't know it was just I, I feel like having all these new upcoming filmmakers a part of this entertainment industry mm-hmm. has been so awesome because it's like it's watching an actual different film instead of the copy paste mm-hmm. film, other films that have been made. No, absolutely. Um, like it makes me go, whoa. Instead of being like, oh, I knew that was going to happen. Even oh, I'm watching yeah. White Lotus right now. Have you seen uh, that? I've only watched the first few episodes. You gotta watch uh, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's crazy cool. Anyway, it's like the storylines and the character development is just like, it's throwing me for a loop. And I mm. like that. I yeah. like that I'm like, I have no idea what's going to happen. Yeah. You, I feel like what movie you would really like, have you ever seen Shiva Baby? Huh. Um, she it was female written and directed. I I forget her last name, but her name's Emma Emma Singman. I don't know. I, okay, but so good. It was her directorial debut. Um, and it's very it's different. It's it's. Whoa. Have you seen Uncut Gems? No. What oh, with, no? with Julia Fox? Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my god, I need to <laughs> Uncut Gems. Yeah, I know that. She she's like damn. I've done that TikTok. That's why I know that. But yeah, so um, that I get well. I would say it's similar vibe to that film but okay um, I need to see both of those no yes um, but it's a, a female led film and I, I do think it like it shows a different story that hasn't been shown before interesting I, yeah okay cool um, going back to YouTube a little bit mm-hmm. um, I want to talk about burnout <laughs> with YouTube I mean you're the prime example it, it's like praise to like drop everything you're doing put your whole life and well-being into these videos get famous get all the accolades and then it's like boom i'm actually not that happy i'm confused i have way too many eyes on me i my mental health is like going crazy Mm -hmm. um and there but there is something to admire about the work ethic that you put behind that drive, the grit, mm-hmm. the crazy hours that you're putting in. Like there is something admirable about that and the consistency and, you know, all those things that lead up to being a successful YouTuber. But there's also, and and I really do think that's, that's a path to take. It's like a path we've seen before and it's still being done. Mm-hmm. But it also burns people out and it makes them, you know, it's not a good thing sometimes. So my question is, what advice do you have to someone that has that drive, has that consistency, Mm -hmm. wants to go outdo themselves every video and can do that, but also doesn't want to, you know, be stuck? Yeah. Like, how would you go about your YouTube, I guess, career now? I mean, I guess the only difference is because I do think like, you know, that drive and that consistency is so important when growing, you know, um, it just like it gets to a point where it's like it feels like it, it'll never end. Like yeah. it's like I'm so exhausted. But I think delegation. I think I think it's working towards like expanding and like working towards like getting an assistant or getting like a producer, an editor. Like if you want, but like because I get I don't know 
the charm i think the problem is the charm with youtube is that it is like you like you know what i mean it's like it feels personal and so i think that was something that i worried about like with like expanding um it's hard to give it up yeah exactly um but now that i'm like you know directing it's like it's a whole crew it's a whole team it's like i feel so much better creating and um less stress because it's like a team effort it doesn't feel like all the pressure's on me and so i do think like with burnout i think a good i mean it's tough because i think like even with the team it's you're still gonna feel it but it'll feel less it'll feel less daunting because it's like it doesn't feel like it's all on you you don't feel so mm. alone um there is something rewarding too about showing up for someone other than yourself Mm-hmm. Like showing up to set and wanting to perform well because I respect so and so's opinion mm-hmm. and yeah. what and you know I want to I want to do well because I admire them mm-hmm. versus like obviously it's the most rewarding thing doing that for yourself but over and over again it's almost stress inducing versus rewarding yes um, whereas like I I find that I like to perform well for others and it, it feels really rewarding for me at least no Maybe, yeah I don't know if that's like less stressful like helping when you're on set versus being by yourself no yeah i feel like it's like i don't know because if i feel like being on set it's also like i don't know ev- we're all doing this i don't know it feels like empowering that we're all doing this together and we're all creating something really beautiful together um um and i do yeah like showing up for other people and like i don't know like if there's a problem it's like we're all we all have each other's backs and we're going to f- solve this problem together like i don't know and i just that's just something i didn't have with youtube um mm. it was it felt like i have this problem and i have to fix this problem and it just like and then every i mean it started off every week and then it became every two weeks and then it became every month and it just became you know too much because i think another thing with youtube though is like there's just like versus like filmmaking there's just like this saturation online it's like it feels like you're competing a little bit yeah. um and then you can you can so easily compare yourself to others, and I think that contributes to the burnout of like it's it's just it just it contributes to this pressure of like oh I'm not getting it as many views as this person, but I st- like I'm working as or hard. my shit's better like yeah. even sometimes mm-hmm. you know so I don't know burnout's like such a topic that I'm like it's like because I feel like you can experience burnout. Like, it's not just so specific to YouTube, too, you know? It's, like... Oh, absolutely. Every, like, any profession, really. Mm-hmm. Um, I just think it comes quicker with YouTube. No, for sure. Because for sure. it is, like, making a high-production video even once a week is insane. Yes. <laughs> no, yeah. I Like, there's some people where I'm, like, I watch now, and I'm, like, how are they doing this every week? I don't know. I feel like my brain's like fried now. From I don't maybe I just don't. I feel like I look back at like my start of my YouTube channel, and I honestly I'm like, how did I ha- have the energy to do that? Like it was this like drive, this passion of like, I don't know. I wanted it so bad, um, but I'm like, I don't feel like. I feel like if I were to start YouTube again today, maybe actually if I had like had it stripped away from me, like I would have it. But like I don't know. It's. It's a lot of energy. I think there is something, though, when you don't have, when you had nothing. Yeah. And you're like, what if I could? Mm-hmm. Like, th- know it, having that versus, like, it's way more fun. 
in that position. Yes. N- not when you're actually in it. Yes. <laughs> Looking back, it's more fun being in that position than trying to keep up with your last thing. Yes. That already, you know you have eyes now. It's uh-huh. that, that pressure. Versus <clears throat> before, you're like, if so-and-so saw this, that'd be insane. Yes. No, like, yeah. it's, it's way different. Uh-huh. No, I feel like it, there's like, starting off feels so much more hopeful. It's like, the like yes. opportunity's endless, but like, which they are. Yeah, exactly. But keeping it up feels like, oh my God, I'm. it feels like I could lose this. I don't know. There's well, you're like, how could I do better? Yes. I even think about that sometimes walking into rooms. So like when I used to walk into, let's say, an award show mm-hmm. or something, I didn't know anyone. So like the possibility of meeting one person was like insane and so exciting uh-huh. versus when you have eyes on you and knowing th- – knowing that like oh i've met them before like i've oh, seen them yeah. blah 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 and then th- over analyzing like what you're gonna say uh-huh. versus like you don't even think about that when you don't know anyone because you're like i'll just be so happy if i got the opportunity yes. but it's a whole weird like different lens when you walk into a room and you like sort of know people or your internet friends and you're like oh i don't want them to think i'm weird yes um i've met them before or like uh-huh. I, they're friends of friends and like someone told me like one person talked shit about them and the other person said they were great. Like, how do I go about this? Uh-huh. It, what if I it, what if I want a photo as a fan, but I don't want them to think I'm using them? Like, it's so weird. Yes. No, yeah. That's <laughs> honestly something I've never thought about, but like, yes, I agree. Like, it's like weird. No, it is super strange. It's so much easier to meet people when like they don't know who you are. Yes. And like, you're just like, you're nothing to them. Uh-huh. You're just like, okay. Blank slate, like clean slate. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, I, it's, it's less pressure. Uh-huh. But it is, it sounds weird complaining about it. I know. Yeah. Because you're like, it's like, it's at the end of the day, it's ridiculous. It's Uh like, go up and say hi. But people in this industry are fucking weird. Yes. And like, sometimes their reaction makes my next reaction weird. Uh No, yes. (laughs) I feel like that's why I kind of avoid, I feel like I've become, because of that, I've become more introverted. I feel like I don't go out as often because I, I felt like that anxiety. I was like, it's just not worth it. I yeah. don't know. I have every everything I go to. I'm like, oh my gosh. It's like once you've been in it for a bit, it's like I don't know. It's well, interesting. It, it is weird too because it's like, oh, I've been such a fan of you for so long, but some people don't take that well. Like yeah. some people are weird about it. Uh-huh. I personally love it. Like uh-huh. either when I'm going up to someone, I think it's not weird when I'm like, by the way, I love your work. Mm-hmm. I think that's cool. But some people are like. Oh, they're such a fan. Yeah, and then it's yeah, like, yeah. I don't want them to think I'm weird now. Oh, no, yeah. <laughs> I feel like I can like try to pick up on people's energies yeah. before I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. But, but yeah. anyway, I think that same with you, similar with YouTube outdoing yourself. It's, it's harder to outdo yourself versus like wondering what the heck will happen having no eyes on you. Yes. I think. Yes. No, anyway. Um, okay. Last two questions. What do you think makes a great storyteller? Ooh, what are I, the qualities? I mean, I think it in terms of the end product, I I feel like if they're able to just evoke emotion in any way, but also like evoke emotion that was like, I don't know if I can. I what I love when I'm like watching someone is like if they I can feel they their them in it, like they are able to make it personal and heart like heartfelt, like it's like. I I feel, um, yeah, like almost like I feel like their heartbeat in it. You know what I mean? Um, I think that makes a good storyteller. I think um, someone who can keep. I I love. I personally love stories who can keep. Uh, have found the perfect rhythm. Like, um, 
keep you can keep you engaged from start to finish because I I my attention span is really short and so like whenever I find some like watch find like a pro like a project or something that um keeps me engaged the entire time I'm like oh wow they've like perfected that um like the cadence yeah mm-hmm. um so I'd say those are like the two biggest things like just for it to be feel personal and entertaining to be honest because I do think um storytelling is about entertaining Mm -hmm. you know totally I I'm sorry I have one more that I thought of what do you wish you were better at in regards to filmmaking oh I mean I wish I because you're so in my eyes like you're so good at everything so I'm like what do you wish you were better at um give us the tea I think, like, in terms of, like, actual, like, making it, like, yeah. the, or, like, the art, like, like, on set and stuff, like, would that count? No, just, like, um, in regards to being art. a filmmaker, like, uh, do you wish you were better at writing? Do you wish mm. you um, were better at communicating with, you know, people on set when you don't yeah. like things? Or, like, you know what I mean? I think I was, like, I think it's a confidence thing, I think, like, but I think that's going to come through um, experience, because I do think I, like, I'm still, like, insecure about not knowing, like, what exactly to do like i i still need to be guided um because i haven't had like i've been on like three sets so um i do think i just need a um yeah more confidence um just practice yeah exactly so i do think like that's something i'll eventually be better at um the more projects i do um and um I think with writing, I don't know. I'm I'm still. Fi- I, I definitely think I can improve, but I think that's just going to come with age too. Because I feel like my what with reply versus with the feature I'm writing now, I feel like I've grown up a lot, um, and I feel like that reflects in my writing. So I'm excited to see the projects that will continue, like the 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 future films I write, because I do think um, they will just get better the more life experience I get. Mm-hmm. So I guess yeah, just like yeah, I guess just confidence and um more yeah more experience i love that thank you for sharing that that's awesome um and then last question is what are you doing to make moves right now in your life it could be personal personal it Um, could be work related whatever you want okay um i've well i've been all in on this feature um so i really 2023 i'm knock on wood i'm gonna make that happen hell yeah um like is all of ottawa just like in awe of you I don't know. I haven't been back in a bit, but Oh my god. You have to do a screening of like your future feature in Ottawa. Oh no, or yes. I'm so excited. I've like I so badly want my feature to be in a theater and like I it's the, my dream to like go to my hometown um and like like I don't know, get to go to the theater I grew up going to and watch my own film there. Oh my god, you should have a creator like viewing and you should invite a bunch of your creator friends uh-huh. and then you could do like a mini panel of other creators and you could talk about like burnout and pursuing bigger projects blah 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 and then we could watch your film after okay yes that would be so, i would eat that shit up i love like that. something like you know how youtube summit used to do those yes. things that would be sick no yes you did like a mini one and then we watched your film i after. love that yes that'd be crazy cool i'm down anyway <laughs> um so where can everyone watch the film and everything oh, yes. i know you already said but Let's reiterate. Um, you can watch Reply at creatorplus.com slash reply or the Creator Plus app. Um, yeah. It's super easy. I highly recommend. Mm-hmm. It's fabulous. It's the best 14 minutes you'll watch. Oh, thank you. Of your time. <laughs> and you fi- you used film. Actual yes, film. Yes, we no, saw I was film. like, geez, Louise. No, yeah. Was that not so like scary? 
I mean, I so my DP, um, not to add, add yeah, more time, but okay. um, my DP who like is now like I feel like my work soulmate, um, Kasusha, she specializes in film, uh, and she like really guided me. Like she like took. She, I, I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't feel stressed at all because she had it down pat. Um, but yeah, she killed it. It's so beautiful. Yeah. Like, yeah. I was like blown away. Mm-hmm. It's gorgeous. Anyway, go follow Elle Mills everywhere mm-hmm. and subscribe to her YouTube channel mm-hmm. because she just uploaded an amazing burnout related video, mm-hmm. which um, was very touching. And she spent a lot of money on it. <laughs> so go watch it. <laughs> and is there anywhere else people should follow you or anything? Uh, I th- I'd say I'm probably most active on Instagram. So amazing. Instagram, at L.Mills. Amazing. And be sure to make someone's day this week. Love you guys. Love that. Bye. Bye.